Welcome to Parks and Rec, episode 122. I hope you're ready to travel back about 170 years or so because we are talking about William Henry Harrison, our ninth president of these United States. And we just brought in president number 46. So this is like the first 20th percentile in terms of time frame. That's wild. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And this episode, directed by Tom McGill, written by Megan Amram, who I was sharing the Twitter profile photo for. It's fantastic. Her name is just at Megan Amram, exactly like it sounds. And uh, just a delightful photo. Delightful Twitter follow in general. So go on, follow her. Also follow Parks Rick's Pod while you're at it. Why not? You're on a Twitter following spree of two people. Might as well do it. And the original air date for this episode, January 20th, 2015. We are watching the show Parks and Rec. That was probably a, a, well, maybe not a giveaway. We're just talking about old presidents, so I guess not. Sean, you're in the Parks and Rec department. Recent episodes have really, I think, circled back around to your type of uh, your experience in the Parks and Rec department, going to visit museums of forgotten presidents, etc. And we're also drinking mm. during it. And I'd love to hear what y'all are drinking. But first, I'll start. Oh. And share what I'm drinking. Well, I'm selfish because it seemed like you wanted to hear what we were drinking. Yes, I'd love to, but I'd like to take my turn first. Is what I was oh. saying. Yes. Uh huh. Because mine's just a simple one. It's just a simple can. It's orange and blue. It's Carbock Brewing Company's Love Street. I always want to call them Carbock Brewery, which I'm sure that's just kind of semantics. But Carbock Brewing Company. I'll give them their actual name. Love Street Blonde. One of my favorite blonde ales. I also just love all the Carbock cans. They're so simple. They're little checkerboard patterns. Two colors. That looks delightful. What you got, Haley? Oh, me now. Okay. Um, I have another Bishop Cidercade original. This one is Texas tea. It is black tea and lemon flavored. And uh it's this can is it's three colors, so it's it's got also a little bit of an almost checkered pattern, but it's got an orange, a blue, and a yellow. And unlike some of its compatriots this one just says naturally gluten-free and vegan friendly as the around the top kind of lines hi i'm sean oh we've, <laughs> we've already mentioned that before um i i'm not drinking alcohol tonight i for some reason want to remain sober that might change after we get done recording but the latest drink i had was a sweet iced tea from popeyes Ooh, nice did you get the spicy chick sandwich Got the spicy chick sandwich and some spiky chicken dark meat. Oh. And, nice. oh, <laughs> and, okay, so um, I had some leftover butter from uh, Texas Roadhouse. Um, very nice, very I nice. <laughs> ordered some rolls from Roadhouse, and I put them on the Popeye's biscuits. It's quite the combination of... Uh, yeah, because those biscuits foods. themselves can be a little bit dry. Like, I like them from Popeye's. They have a nice salt to them. But mm -hmm. I bet that butter was really good. Yeah. Follow-up question yes. here. Did you just yeah. order rolls from Texas Roadhouse, a steakhouse? Essentially, yes. I ordered an appetizer <laughs> and then in the special instructions, because you can't just order rolls, but in the special instructions, I put rolls. <laughs> rolls, please. Replace so this I, with rolls, please. I didn't say please. I just put rolls. And so they gave <laughs> and they me- they did it. <laughs> they did it. And they were very warm. And they gave me four rolls. And each roll, they gave me a, a thing of butter. So oh, I had four things of so butter. Much. Even though I can use like three of them, <laughs> three uh, rolls on one thing of butter. So I have butter left over. That butter does um, go well with everything, as you just learned. Try it tomorrow oh, yes. on pizza. No. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I think Joey's. Especially if it's buffalo chicken pizza. Yes. Used it on um, sweet potatoes, too, that he's made at home. Uh, I wanted Popeye's today. I've actually never had the spicy chicken sandwich. I get the spicy tenders all the time, and I really like those. And so, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I really like this one thing. I'm never going to try anything else. But I was like, today's the day I'm going to get a spicy chicken sandwich. It's going to be great. 
And then Joey was like, Hunan? And I said, all right, I'll get that instead. Um, <laughs> so you got... So one of these days, I'm going to get that spicy chicken sandwich. I do love their spicy chicken. But something that just occurred to me about the uh, Bishop Cidercade cans is that their images have um, kind of like a uh, an animation that would be in a video game. So if you look at the lemon on that one, it's kind of like pixeled a little bit, which is cool. I guess I looked at that on the Crackberry one before, but didn't register it until just now. I love it. I also love hosting trivia. Oh. Do you? No, no, that's a very strong <laughs> word. I, it, I tolerate it, and it's great. Show's favorite component love of the show. Love finding little nuggets, little nugs in the show. There's going to be one question in here. I already know Haley will be mad about. I so don't remember see... anything. Oh, perfect, because one of these questions really doesn't even have to do with the episode. We'll see when we get there. Okay. Food of the episode. Quick reminder. No, no, no. No, Sean. Let us know, Sean. What did you see in the episode? <laughs> Yeah, what we food was continue. there? We a spicy continue. chicken sandwich. This is actually your first continue. question. No, uh, <laughs> uh, there wasn't any food. Yeah, I don't recall. Food. Wait, no. Andy picked up a burger off the ground and ate yeah. it. Yeah. And then, and then found said, a historical artifact. Yeah. <laughs> but we can continue. Yes, right. we will get to that. Okay, well, in trivia here, it's tied 1-1. We're still figuring out a punishment for the loser. Or a prize for the winner. Or a prize for the winner. Perhaps uh, life savings from one to the other. Unclear. We will figure that it out. That will not be happening. And it will be a grand gesture in in honor of our final season here. But Sean, first, we just got to get through this one. Whoever wins this one will go up to one in the season series. Because that's how math works. Sean, your first question. The beginning of this episode, we see Roscoe. Played by Yorma Tacone, one third of Lonely Island. What is his job title over at Grizzle? Is he the guy that's walking on the treadmill? Yeah. That is correct. But that is not his job title. It's like it's, it's like his job is he's in charge of doing shiz or something like that. He's in charge of shiz. Haley. Can you steal? <laughs> no, I cannot. He's the uh, the uh, guru of getting it done. I'm going to give Sean half a point for this. He's the vice president of Cool New Shiz. So he did know he was getting shiz done. I was thinking there would have <laughs> yeah. to be a, a coolness component to it because he was, yeah. And the shiz the is a nice tie-in with I just remember seeing the shiz. I'm like, Z's. this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It sure is. Haley, your first question. They mention, I believe it's Donna who mentions, that famous people getting involved with companies or investments can really help said companies or said investments. And then she references Elton John buying stock in a company. What company was that? Chick-fil-A. That is correct. Sir Elton. Man, I was, I had, until he said, I wasn't sure I was going to know the answer to that question until the very end of the question. Also, what a, what a funny thing for Elton John. Yeah, that's, I think that's, yeah, I think that was the the joke. joke. (laughs) That's the joke. You've, you figured out the joke. But you need to explain how he had realized that he needed to invest in that company to properly lay the foundation. Sean, you're trailing one to half. Okay. Bloosh has won a Pulitzer Prize two years in a row for what? Oh, I don't. I hated. What was her name? Annabelle. Whatever. Annabelle Porter. I hated, I hated her so much this episode. <laughs> um, I'm, I do not know this answer because I blacked out from every time that they spoke. Or you didn't like her beef milk. Oh my god! <laughs> um, her description of it. Ah. Uh, uh. And Sorry, then it was just was... on the counter, which I was like, this freaks me out more than. The fact that it exists, which this, I don't think it really does. I know this is not a. This is a non-answer. I have no answer. I don't know for what, but I, I was very upset. I was very upset. It's incorrect, Haley. I would like you to repeat the question. Bloosh, led by Annabelle Porter, has won a Pulitzer Prize two years in a row for what? This is also something Donna reveals. If that helps at all, okay. Probably won't. Well, you should have told Sean that information. No, I know. I, I I knew they mentioned it before uh, she even showed up, but then everything that just—I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll oh, okay. Um, for 
creative use of yarn. No, top 10 listicle. Uh-huh. Your second question. In the William Henry Harrison Museum, there's an entire room of other things that were popular for 32 days, such as the Harlem Shake. Remember when that was a thing? Oof. Joey did a video. Yeah, our company did a video. It's not good. I mean, it's like every other Harlem Shake video. It's one person dancing, and then it's a lot of people dancing. Ah. There's also the boy in the hot air balloon flying over Colorado, which I, I don't think that was for 32 days, but I don't know. A, long, a longer uh, time period than it should have been. But the question revolves around the song, I Get Knocked Down, But I Get Up Again, which is playing while they're in that room. Can you name the band or the song title? That's so real. Of that song. You know I can't. <laughs> is that, this is what you said Haley's going to be? Uh, yes. Um, keep Me Down? That is incorrect. Sean, do you know? They call it Chumbawamba, right? That is correct. Do you know the name of the song? Is it Tub Thumping? Also correct, Sean Whatever. on fire. 60 points for Sean. And I'll lead <laughs> 60 and a half to one. Yeah! No, to, yeah, to one, yeah. I'm gonna, 60 yeah! and a half to one. Let's, yeah. let's review the play. <laughs> <laughs> She's throwing a challenge flag. Haley will throw a challenge flag. No, we'll give you one point for it. It's one and a half to one. Sean, your third question here. April... While they're trying to figure out something that she could perhaps curate a museum for, she says she only likes three things. What are those three Darn. things? Darn. She likes their dog. Or playing with their dog. She likes the dog. I guess they're talking about champion. Uh, I don't know. But they were all one-on-one. And that's how they came to a picture. Oh, she likes sex with Andy. No, he says that. Oh, oh he says that. I'm not that. supposed to talk about it. I just no. It's great. Uh, wait a minute. Because he says she likes things. But does this she is, say she likes things? This is before they're sitting down with each other. It's while they're standing okay. and she asks if there's a curated, if there's a museum curator position. And, and there's only says, volunteers. She says three things. That she likes to do. That she likes to do. She says the only things I like are blank, blank, and blank. You just have to name two to get the question right. Death and dogs. What was the first one? Death was death. And dogs. Haley. Is he right? For the chance to steal, he is not right. About either one, or you can't tell me. I can't tell you. She does say dogs. She says she likes dogs. And then she says two other things. I knew there were three. I just didn't remember what the three were. She likes sleeping late. Dogs. Do I get it right? I only have to get two. Sleeping in, oversleeping, sleeping late. Sleeping late is correct. She says dogs. Yeah, she also says dogs, but if Sean also said dogs, I feel like... Oh, so I have to get the third one? I feel like you should each get half a point for each naming one. Okay, well, hold on, because I might remember the third one. Okay, okay. Well, I got got... half, and she got one and a half. (laughs) Hold on. I don't know either. Hold on. Sleeping late and dogs... I feel like when you say it, I'm going to remember, like, I would say, yep, just, you know, how it always works. Um, And she likes, as a third thing, zombie comic books. No, weird birthmarks yep. is the third thing. All right, so then how are we doing this? You'll each get half a point. You each, you each named one. I named two. Yeah, you named one of the ones, Sean. I know, but I named two real ones. <laughs> well, this it all comes down to this question anyway. Are we tied now? No, no, he's Sean's still up winning. two to one and a half. So this is your opportunity for the win. Pawnee has. This is my question, or this Sean's? is your question. Then how is this for the win? This is confusing. Because if you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you lose. That's why it's for the win. Oh, Pawnee's dance crew. 
They're the most popular dance crew in town. Are what they? is their name? Uh, they are somebody's daughters. That is correct. The somebody's daughter dancers. <laughs> Haley, <laughs> taking <laughs> home the victory. Two to one. It's okay. It was a valiant effort, Sean. You've done. You've been a lot more competitive this season. I like to see that. <laughs> After you were playing for the draft last year, really tanking. Oh, I was tanking, tanking for Tua. Well, Sean, what happened this episode? See, what had happened was this episode. Ron and Leslie are backed up to their shenanigans about hating each other about whatever Morningstar was, um, but. The, oh no, was today's episode good? It was it was another episode. Um the main thing that needs to happen is Leslie and Ron are needed by Ben to sign these forms so they can have sell the land to them whenever the bid is done, whenever whoever accepts the bid, whoever's bid is <laughs> accepted. And so Leslie's on her side, and she has Andy and April, and they're trying to figure out a way to make their bid more desirable. Um, and so one of the things that they came up with, I'm skipping some stuff. They uh they found out that um the president President Harrison once had a cabin on the land. That they are trying to acquire. Uh, they So they decided to roll with that. The other offers. There was some religion of Zorp or something. Uh, that didn't work out. That wasn't too appealing. To make their case more desirable. There was. What else was over? The guy that always, that's always wanted to. The pawn shop guy. He, he made his pitch. He said he wanted to fill it with. <laughs> a bunch of. Theme park rides and, and sexy and cartoon sexy characters. Sexy cartoon animals. <laughs> and call it Disneyland. It's like, are you serious? Like, How'd um, you get in here? <laughs> came in through the window. Broke a window. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else did they have? They had some uh, interesting folks that Leslie couldn't really roll with. Ron, in the meantime, in order to make his bid more desirable, he goes to see the guy on the treadmill. Uh, who I didn't know was in Lonely Island. I forgot. I haven't seen that trio in a while. Um, and he's talking in this slang that's not real slang, but Tom is translating for Ron. It's like he'll whisper into Ron's ear what he says. Basically, they need a, they want to get a celebrity on their, on their side of things to make their, the bid look good. Um, and so they have a list of Pawnee celebrities on a dry race board. Somehow Tom Haverford is written on there. And Donna reminds me. Like, in hey, a different color. How did, they, how did they get there? <laughs> Tom's holding a red marker. It's the only thing written in red, but it's a mystery how it got there. <laughs> uh, Donna says, hey, that's your handwriting. Um, and so they have a list of celebs. They had a list. I kind of had a little Sebastian lookalike on there. They had, uh, they didn't put the basketball guy. I thought they would have him on there. No, but they had a lot of other folks, (laughs) uh, including Dennis Feinstein. (laughs) They ended up going with the Annabelle Porter lady. Jason Manzukis. That's who that is. Haley. Oh, Dennis Feinstein? What are you saying? The Cologne guy. You made a face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's in the good place. And Crazy Ira and the Douche. Oh, crazy Irish, the dudes, and the crow. Um, they they end up going with uh the Annabelle Porter lady, who, if we remember her from seasons past, was this swanky, rich lady that talked about What's the first thing that she said. Organic things. I don't. Remember. I feel like even the first words that came out of her mouth were terrible. Yeah, I was like, she would say that. <laughs> And so <laughs> they go off on their duties. Uh, ben gets them to sign the papers, but then the page is missing. Also, 
Terry is a notary. He's a notary now. Oh, he's it's, stoked about it. Sean, you did not see this because it's a deleted no, scene. No, he might have. Or because maybe. No, he may have this watched one was the not ex- a producer's cut. Like uh, this. No. I, made sure to, I made sure to check. It was only 21 minutes. The last episode was 27. So there is no, in parentheses, producer cut. But well, there, were some, there were some fantastic deleted scenes. Open up a can. Yeah, Haley. Haley was opening it up. Um, <laughs> there are two two that are worth calling out. I think that are fun. We learn that Ben has been uh, sneaking vegetables into Leslie's waffles since before they even started dating. I believe he says. I think he says before they were before married. they were married. Maybe yeah. Because she's saying she's doing that. She's sneaking vegetables in the kids' macaroni, and it's something that you have to do as a mom. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, you." I, you know, anyone can do that for someone they care about. And then Joey will tell you what he, happened. He has told her that uh, there are seeds in her syrup that are maple seeds, which are not a real thing. And he feels really clever. He's like, they're not real. And she says she's never been more mad at anyone and to leave and then has her children attack him. Yeah. Which is very cute. Very cute scene. Also, Terry cracking jokes everywhere he has a deleted scene with ben and terry makes the comment this after. was uh my favorite the first part is not the second part is my favorite line of the episode despite not being in the episode so ben is uh lamenting as we'll get to that he has to routinely and repeatedly go to people to get things signed the people of course being leslie and ron and terry says no use crying over spilled notary stamp ink and then he kind of chuckles and he says, it's a thing us notaries say. And Ben just goes, no, Terry. And Terry goes, did someone say notary? Oh, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, no. no, it was so good because oh. Terry's like, no, Sean, you didn't see it. Terry's so proud of his little joke. Uh, oh. Why good was that stuff. in the episode? I don't know. I guess they yeah, needed time Yeah, most of the deleted back. scenes, I feel like, were good like better yeah. better than they were some just, of the episode scenes they were certainly just cut for time as uh, many deleted scenes are yeah they weren't crap as other deleted scenes are oh um ah, wow um so yeah the uh ron and leslie need to sign this paper it, they, it keeps getting screwed up like annabelle accidentally signed it and so they had to redo it. Um, there was a page missing. There's a page missing. They're, Terry and Ben are having to drive back and forth only because uh, Ron and Terry Leslie, loves it. Oh, yeah. Terry, Terry, you know, he feels important. Ron and Leslie don't want to be in the same room together. Um, but while they're going back and forth, Terry tells Ron and Leslie each other's plans. So eventually... Uh, they get to the point where Leslie wants to hold a press conference. They she went and recruited a descendant of President Harrison. Um, he wants nothing to do with this, but she's making him go up there for the press conference. Um, before and, the press, uh, Andy knows him from camp. Yeah, he got a boner somewhere. I forgot. Zach. He. Uh, <laughs> no one wanted to ride in the canoe with him. I forget why. Um, and then so he had to ride with the counselor, and he fell asleep and got a boner. <laughs> and so everybody, including Andy, makes fun of Zach. Poor Zach. Um, that's so yeah, actually our our quote of the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it? In fact, he uh, Andy references that and gives the backstory on Zach, and then during the episode, runs into Zach. He he shows up at a press conference, and he goes, "Zach, Camp Wamapoke, you got a boner. <laughs> we'll catch up." <laughs> Zach hurries into the room. Yeah. I skip- <laughs> I skipped the part. Um, I guess the other plot is April still doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. So I'm I'm right there with you, girl. I feel you. We got the same thing. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, so that she, you know, doesn't know, feel useless, doesn't enjoy her occupation, but doesn't know what she wants to do. Andy's trying to help her out. Um, they're they're at the museum, <laughs> and they're uh. Yeah, they're trying to. She's like, how much? Did she have to be a curator? Yeah, and then they're all volunteers, so she can't have that as a job. Yeah, there's no money in that. Um, 
eventually Andy has a great idea because they were listing stuff off, but they instead of saying listing jobs that she would want to do, they need to list things that she likes and see how that can fit into a job, which was. Uh, yeah but not only things she likes but like what those things mean so like because they had listed a bunch of things that she enjoys and then he realizes that they're all one-on-one things so he's like okay a characteristic of all of these is one-on-one so we got to find a job that has that and so that's what they're gonna they're gonna kind of reframe how they're looking at this one of the things i was thinking about when we were watching this episode is i feel like april is very good at helping other people figure out what they like or solutions to problems, but it's terrible at doing that for herself, which probably rings true for a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe for me. Who knows? So at the press conference, uh, Leslie, she gives her press conference very boring. They have some, a jug band. Is that what they were called? I don't know. This was our, this was our, did you notice? In fact, (laughs) was their name is the jug or knots jug band. Like juggernauts. Did it? And I lulled. Did it? Did they say their name or it only had it written somewhere? No, it said it on the bass drum. I thought a jug on the drum, yeah. Playing the jug is just such a great, great instrument. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, Um, Yeah, I think they call them, yeah, well, clearly they're the juggernauts. They're a jug band. Oh, Joey's jugging it up. Um, He's canning it up. um, What else? Okay, so yeah, they had this boring-ass press conference. Harrison got up there. He said, hey, and then Leslie kicked him off pretty much. Yeah, because he was like, there's a lot of people named Harris. They were like, well, how does it feel to be related? Yeah, it's a really common last name. All right, get the fuck out of here. Clearly, we're trying to use you, and you don't want to be used. And then, so the Grizzle press conference begins. Oh, <coughs> before this started, Donna and Tom were unaware that Ron was using this press conference as a, a like an ambush on Leslie's. Because uh, he just walked in and set up a table right across from her. <laughs> and they're like, what? What's going on here? Um, Although, I think Tom leaned into it with his speech. Oh, yeah. Once he they found out, oh, he was all in. <laughs> and so his uh, their presentation, they had lights and they had the cheerleaders. There's somebody daughters. They had, you know, whatever they had on the screen. You know, big, boisterous presentation that got everybody's attention but had just about the same amount of substance as uh, Leslie's did. But uh, at course theirs was, you know, more interesting because they were, it was, it was loud and lights and celebrities and <laughs> dancing ladies. Entertaining. Yeah. They had the Annabelle Porter lady. Um, what, what else happened? Let's see. Um, and they had what? those uh, head, f- like they go around your head microphones rather than the stand microphones. <laughs> I missed that. That's, must have been one of my Popeyes got here. Yeah, oh. that's how you know they're cool. <laughs> uh, so that ends. Uh, Leslie and Ron start arguing. They still argue over whatever morning start. They turn them into children whenever they start. Um, and I'm hoping the show will solve this mystery by next episode because it's getting annoying them just bickering back at each other about some event that happened years ago. Um, and then so. <laughs> Ben, he still hasn't gotten the signatures he's needed for this paper because they hate each other. They don't want to. They left. Um, so he convinces Leslie and Ron. He convinces Leslie to go to Ron's office for thirty seconds, uh, just to sign his paper so he can get it over with. And as long Although, as she she can sign it first or something like that. Yeah, she does say that, and he's like, "You're a child." Um, although I don't even know. Like I don't really understand why. So he locks them in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun. Reverse. So it's kind of weird, though, because he doesn't go to what is Ron's office. Like, how? I don't understand how he tricked both of them to get to this place because it's actually the Parks and Rec office. Maybe Ron's old office? I don't know. Seems like it, but like neither of them work there. So how did he. I understand what he's trying to do by putting them there, but why was he like, Ron, wait in this office? And Ron was like, yep, this all checks out. Maybe maybe he used the rest of the staff to help, because everybody's there, uh, the entire Parks and Rec crew. They are? Uh, so so uh, when Ben takes Leslie to Ron's old office, Ben lets Leslie walk in first, scans her in, 
And then as soon as she walks in, he shuts the door behind her, <clears throat> keeping himself out. And I guess they lock the door. And so Ron and Leslie are now locked in the room. And the whole team shows up and says they have to fix things uh, or just, you know, settle this before if they want to get out. So. And they both. And then they all no! scream no. <laughs> and that's how the entire next episode is going to be. It's just them screaming no. I it's super hope filler. that it is. Like, I really, really want them to do it like Dragon Ball Z style of just having <laughs> Leslie and Ron screaming the entire episode while other plots go on. Oh, but I am interested in April's plot because I'm interested in how she finds out what she wants to do for a living. The other two, I don't, Leslie and Ron, they just need to get over themselves. Hopefully that happens, but we'll see. They go to their graves, still fighting over Morningstar, Parks and Rec. Why don't you be something stupid? I'm, they're I'm buried be next to very each other. disappointed over what Morningstar is. I can't remember at all, but I'm sure it's. Yeah, you're accurate. Sean. I'm sure it's not anything <laughs> worthwhile. No. There's no need to drag it out. I would even say over one episode, and yet here we are three However, episodes in. However, they still are... Still don't know what it is, still don't know why they're fighting. Both grudge holders, so clearly they're holding this grudge. I feel like I'm not a grudge holder, you know? Like, I'm pretty much... Like, I get mad, as you both know, about stuff, but then I get over it. It depends, for me. It depends. It, yeah. Most, like, real-life stuff, I get over it. If it's something like... Oh, I'm not over Des caught it. Yeah, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> Five years later. Yeah, I think it's a difference of like, if someone breaks my trust, like that's going to put a damper on our relationship. But I don't think that's like the end all be all of everything. Like I can still give them a second chance. And especially with people that I'm not that close to, I definitely am like, oh yeah, I forgive this this action. Like I'm over it. Sean, that was when Tony Romo was still quarterback. Is that correct? Yes. So Sean, super holding this grudge, I guess. What a time. No one guess really knows grudge. what a catch is in the NFL, but you know what is a catch? Top five. Oh, cool. You were correct. About the top five. I guess we should have asked, were you done with the recap, Sean? Yes, I'm done. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, sorry. I ruined everything. Well, it's my turn for top five today. And as I mentioned, Yorma Tacone, one-third of Lonely Island, is in this Ooh. episode. I really thought he was going to be in here for more than 26 seconds, but alas. That's as long as they could book him. Very brief. But it got me thinking, what are the top five Lonely Island music videos? All right. And that's what we're doing. So this the top five Lonely Island music videos. Number five, I think, is perhaps one of their most under-recognized songs. It's the song Boombox featuring Julian Casablancas from The Strokes as the singer-vocalist on it. The entire song is about how having a boombox makes any room better. And so it's just very funny watching Andy Samberg and Julian Casablancas walk in with these boombox held up high, and they're dressed like real 80s-esque with like fingerless gloves and these long duster jackets and everything doing it say anything style yes yes very similar to that uh of of over the head you know both arms holding the boombox high and then at the end it becomes a cautionary tale because they bring the boombox into a retirement home and all of the old people start having sex uh and all of the old people joey says that's what yeah a bunch of old people effing like rabbits is an actual oh, lyric. Oh, part of the yes. lyrics, yeah. And I just very much like, in this scene, uh, Julian Casablancas telling us that a boombox is not a toy. When he says boombox, he smashes a vase of flowers against his hand and just shatters it. And it's just such an impressive move. It pretty much makes the list on that alone. Number four. Number four. I feel like such a, uh, I don't know, hipster, because... I feel like these first two are, are deeper cuts. And 
know how low when you have deep cuts on lonely island that's a that's a sad uh, (laughs) sad day we're at here but it's a song from their latest album go kindergarten i say latest it's like 2014 2015 this one features robin not robin s the other robin s with a y who was sung dancing on my own and call your girlfriend not robin s singing show me love instead of robins who also had a song called show me love how crazy is that? Look it up. It's a whole thing. Robin with a Y. She's Swedish. The entire song is about how club music will make you do whatever, like whatever they say in the song. You know, like these dances, uh, like I was going to say Soldier Boy, but they don't really tell you what to do. But the, you know, like Cupid Shuffle or whatever other songs that have instructions in them. And the music video feature is Paul Rudd looking like Jason Lee and My Name is Earl. And Puff Daddy, as Sean Combs, is in the music. I guess Sean Combs as himself. <laughs> I think it was Sean Combs yeah. by that point. And uh, it's just it's just delightful. I thought this would be higher on your list. The music video is not as good as as the other ones on my list, but I still enjoy it. I still like when Robin tells everyone to raise the, their glass and then break their glass and then stomp their bare feet in the glass. And everyone does it. Number three. Number three. I played this song when it came out at least 176 times. It was right (laughs) when I had moved to Los Angeles. It features, at the time, perhaps one of the biggest musicians in the world in Akon. It's I Just Had Sex. There's lots of good little (laughs) Easter eggs in this. Andy Samberg's coming out of a woman's bathroom when he says, oh, hey, didn't see you there. Uh, the just all the little uh, vignettes of the ladies, yeah, being very upset, put a bag on his head. Uh, she kept looking at her watch. John McEnroe, <laughs> of course, makes a cameo in this, and it's just uh, it's just wonderful all around. A good accomplishment song, uh, very positive. Lots of high fives going around. Simpler times. Number two. Number two. You can. Look, the, the, God, look, uh, the Andy here's Samberg, the thing. here's the thing, the Andy Samberg and Justin Timberlake duets are all, like, they're all part of a series, right? They're all part of a wider series. Dick in a Box, wonderful. Three-Way featuring Lady Gaga, also wonderful. But Mother Lover, I think, is the most entertaining out of the three because you're getting some great cameos as well. As the mothers. Um, the mothers, I don't know if it's the same people playing them in both videos, but they cameo in three. No, maybe they don't. They do cameo at the start of three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Your mom says hi. Jinx. The mothers played by Susan Sarandon and Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, so that I think that's the same. They do a great job. Yes, they're the same in yeah. both videos. But they're featured more heavily in mm. Mother Lover. You could also put Dick in a Box here. That's also a very entertaining video. But it was a little more played out. I think Mother Lover a little more subdued about having sex with each other's moms for Mother's Day. Yeah, <laughs> for Mother's gift. Day. Yeah. It's a little gift. Yeah. A little present for them. Very heartfelt. Yeah. Whereas Dick in a Box is a little present for the person they're in a relationship with. It's Mother Lover's. Present, huh? Yeah, so it's a, just a, like a little present. Then that one's a present for each other's mothers. And then uh, three-way is not a present, but is my favorite of the three. Number one. Number one is something Sean has done, I would say, a handful of times on this podcast. It's jizz in my pants, uh, specifically in oh. his pants, not in mine. That would be a real weird uh, oh. sort of cross-city uh, cross <laughs> maneuver. Ain't, you ain't lying, though. You ain't lying, though. <laughs> John possibly doing it now. <laughs> Very perplexing. But just, just, just uh, I'll just let Sean take this one. <laughs> no, no, I have to go clean myself. You can continue. Okay, Sean, while Sean's cleaning himself, this one does feature Yorma as well as Andy Samberg. And just the scenarios that cause ejaculations are very weird <laughs> uh, such as a cashier clerk at the grocery store asking him cash or credit uh, <laughs> eating a grape and learning about the plot twist in Sixth Sense 
which I will not spoil in case anyone hasn't seen it, even though that movie is more than 20 years old now. So please you go see who, it. You uh, know yeah. who did spoil the plot of that movie within like five minutes of it being on and who has still not been forgiven for said act? Oh, holding a grudge. Yeah. Is my mother. She spoiled it to uh, Eddie, my stepdad, and uh, he... Not happy about it still to this day. They saw it in the movie theater. She turned and whispered the thing. And yeah. What made her do that? That, that, that wound is, well, she was just predicting, you know? Oh, she and hadn't the wound seen it. Oh, I thought, still no, I'm thinking, open. I'm thinking she's she seen it already. They went to go see oh, it no. together. And then she, she, she turned to him and just said it. She was like, hey, this is what's happening in this movie. And he was like, nah. And then they watched the whole movie, and he's like, I can't believe you. <laughs> but she was and just that uh, accurate with the guests? She yeah, like- yeah, she just figured it out early on. Um, and uh, still to this day, it's it's brought up regularly in the house. Of like, well, don't watch a movie with your mom, because this will happen. <laughs> no. Whereas what I do is I yell, that would never happen. And my dad says, it's just a movie. He doesn't say it exactly like that. That was a weird, like, Boston. He does, <laughs> he does say it with... He does say it with like a bit of an accent, but I can't, I can't hey. accurately do it right now. It's just the flick. It's fine. Um, and also, when my brother visited the other day, I was yelling about a TV show we were watching, and he said that it's just a movie. And I said, "Nah, this is a show." And then I Got was him. Joey asked me to leave the room, as he does. Yeah, as you should. A couple other notes from this video: Justin Timberlake also in it, so he's in our top two. He is a custodian. Very quick scene, but. He's upset about having to clean up in aisle four, six, 69. Aisle three, aisle three. Uh, We're going to need to clean up on aisle three. Is the lyrics also a terrific rhyme in rhyming Sora film with horror film? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, basically Andy Samberg's face anytime he is ejaculating is very funny. Two two uh, two omissions from this list that I thought would be yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Give me give me them. I think I I, a, I know one I for have sure. One. I know I'm one on for sure. And, um, yeah. Dick in a box. Okay. Yes. Those were the two. Well, I he mentioned would be. Dick in a Box in That's in the like lump sum of number it. two. <laughs> yeah, but definitely I'm on a boat. Is the music video is like you know so so but the song is great. Oh, the song is fantastic. These are just the music. The videos. music video is like good though because it. It's definitely in the style of a real music video. I know. That's that's partially why. It's like it's the parts on the boat are not so outlandish that I haven't seen it in other music videos. My favorite parts of those videos or of I'm on a boat is the beginning when he gets a boat ride for three, picks Kiev and T Pain, who's hiding <laughs> off screen. Yeah. And then uh, the cuts in between, because Yorma's the one who got not selected for the Aww. boat. So he's at the office Little Yorm. having a terrible time while they're out on a boat. I also love that that song played on the radio and people thought it was a real song. Like I remember, I think I was in high school when that song came out and people were pissed. They were like, what the fuck is this song? And I'm like, guys, it's Lonely Island. Like it's a joke song on purpose, but it features like real people. And so it got on the radio and people did like, it was not well understood and people were very uh, polarized by this song. So I think that's another reason it holds like a special place in my heart. Plus, I, I like the rhyming. Sean, you were saying something, or was that just more ejaculating? No, I, I have no more. I'm empty. Um, <laughs> but no, like in mentioning I'm on a boat, it just reminds me because they would play it at the bar back in my mm-hmm. dirty six frequent weekends, like at aquarium. Every time we went, they would play that song. And that was aquarium, bar. gross. Yeah, I'm going to say I've only been to aquarium once. That bar sucks. It was amazing when I was in college. So that 2008 and prior, I I think it was fun before I got there. But that 2008, 2009, when I was going there every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it was great. When I got back from grad school, uh, something changed. It had gone downhill. (laughs) It was not the same anymore. Uh, But yeah, top five. We were listening to the... Fantastic. Well, Haley, you suggested categories. Cat categories. For today. So why don't you I did. handle it? Oh god. <laughs> um 
I hope it goes well, and it's based off of the museum visit, and it's just famous Harrisons. So I'll start with the obvious William Henry Harrison. I'll go with Woody. Wait, I'm thinking Harold Wilson. Not <laughs> Sean God, almost I'm out almost, on his I first answer. Almost, I'll allow almost, it. No, no, no. Now I need to hold on. I need to. Get I mean, my I'm the keeper together. of this round, so I'll allow it. Oh, Harrison Ford. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. Very good. Sean, uh, I'll go with Benjamin Harrison, William Henry's wow. grandson. That's silly. Um, can I do, hey, I'm Harris. What's up, I'm Harris? Sure. But I can't think of his last name. Whittles. Harrison Whittles. What is Harry Styles' real first name? Is it Harrison Styles? Harrison Anthony Styles. No, I, I'm making that up. Oh, we can allow you. any Harrys. Okay, because mm. woof. Oh, wait, it's, it's up to Haley. Haley's in charge. Joey's looking at Haley is in charge. His name is just Harry, according to Wikipedia. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to say nah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, come um, up with another. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, is there no athlete that's a Harrison? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. There you go. We can do, yeah, we're doing last names. Uh, Marvin yeah. Harrison. Oh, uh, George Haley. Harrison. Damn it, the Beatles. Um, <laughs> he was in the episode too. He was also. He's my favorite Beatle. Um, I'll, um, Harrison Roberts. Is that somebody? Yes. No. no. It sounds incredibly, incredibly made. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it could be a name. It's not a bad guess. Harrison Harrison could even be a name. Joey's uh it's, what did you I'm say, Sean? Harrison Harrison Roberts. Uh it does look like a uh, digital content producer and drone operator in Wichita <laughs> Falls, Texas. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> huh. Uh, uh, Do you have um, one, Joey? And Harrison just got married in October twenty twenty, so kudos oh, to wow. him. I have two, in fact. Okay, we'll say one. One is Aaron Harrison. Who's that? He was a guard on Kentucky, currently in the NBA, I believe. Don't know what team. Oh, and the other but one. But he made a bunch of shots. Is the other one his brother? When Kentucky made it to the uh, uh, NBA uh. championship. His okay, brother. Well, hold on. Nope. Who I believe is a twin? Maybe I'll get a Harrison They're and then twins. Sean yeah. will say that Harrison. Boom. Okay, hold on. I, got I don't to remember think. the other one's name. Well, you better be thinking because I have to think. Only one of them was good. <laughs> Harrison Montgomery. There's got to be someone with that name. Once again, sounds incredibly made up. Let's see. Uh, it's a professor at the University of Austin. <laughs> or University <laughs> of Texas at Austin. I knew it. 100% yeah, knew would it. take, again, 4.8 out of 5 in the music department. Well, he's a well-liked professor. Let's, let's, uh, let's read the most recent, okay. or the most helpful rating, at least. A fun class. The homework is hilariously easy. Just a few hundred words on an open-ended weekly prompt. The quizzes are more difficult, requiring knowledge from the textbook or lectures. It is what you make of it. You could probably get an A without showing up to a single lecture, but they can be rewarding. Overall, a chill and enlightening class. Noise. Good job, Harrison Montgomery. Are there no Lady Harrisons? I feel like there are. We, I just didn't know. Those are uh, Harris daughters. Did you um, did you realize who it was, Sean? No, it's just that they're the Harrison twins, but I couldn't remember the other one's name. It's Andrew Harrison. Unfortunately, Sean will just like in trivia take the L. What about uh what about Zach Harrison from the episode? From the episode. Not a real person. I'm gonna lay down and say there is a hundred percent a Zach Harrison in the world, but yes, he's probably not a real person. Oh, he's a football player. A defensive end for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Boom. And descended of... <laughs> Looks just like him as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's several generations removed. That's true. Although in every TV show, that your great, 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 whatever always looks exactly like you. So maybe that's real life? That's how it works? I think so. At least in Parks and Rec. Four generations. Like every fourth generation yeah, looks, looks exactly, exactly like you. Like yeah. That is the rule. I also, okay, tell me if this is true or not. And that was categories. Cat categories. I feel like some TV show had a Harrison the dog in it. Sure. And I was trying to look it up, but internets are not. Like a show or like an animated show? 
like a a show show, like a sitcom, mm. like along the lines of a Full House, but not Full House. I don't know if that would be. Harrison the dog. Yeah, I just don't know if like there would be enough information about it to find it easily. Well, it's fine. I'm sure there are so many other Harrisons we we forgot. Apparently, Harrison Ford is in a CGI dog movie. <laughs> are you googling it? <laughs> Is it a dog island or dog Isle of Dogs? No, that's, that is a great movie. Though that's not CGI. Would though, recommend is it? or what is that? It's some probably, sort of animation. Some, yeah, it's yeah. That, ain't that claymation? It sort of has a vibe of claymation. It's a little. I don't know. It's kind of spirited away animation more than claymation. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Sean, we're gonna make you guess the next episode. Ooh. It is called Leslie. And Ron. Go. Okay, so we're going to finally find out what happened with this Morningstar disaster. They're going to be locked in this room. They're going to have it out. They're going to yell at each other, but then they're going to say some inspiring stuff and realize that they miss each other and love each other. And then they're going to come together on this bed. All right, I have an alternative uh, proposal for this episode. What if they do all of that, but then at the end, rather than coming together on this bid, they make out, and then they have to deal with the consequences of that? Like they uh, they dump their spouses for each other? Well, that, I that think... That could happen. Yeah, I think they have to decide what to do. Like, was this a one-time make out? Are we, are we going we for this? We actually love each other. Yeah, have we been in love this whole time? Did Diane actually have something to worry about? Ben never thought he had to worry, but maybe he does. What do we do with the triplets now? And also your children, Ron. Like, maybe that's uh, in an alternate universe where the show would have gone after this episode. If that happens, I'm quitting the show. Because that's the okay. worst. So, <laughs> the most sappy. <laughs> I, I, well, not even sappy, though. It's just a strange. It furious. would be a strange pivot. I'd be furious. Yeah. Well... Only a few more episodes of Sean left, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. Well, I'm not sure if Sean is totally clean, but that is a great place for us to wrap things up here. (laughs) Clean from his his previous uh, mishaps. Haley was Uh, was looking confused. uh, I was was confused. I would call it a mishap, I mean. If you're... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just that it happened during the episode, I guess. Or maybe that was your intention. I don't know. If you're... A fan of the show or of uh, fun audio cues like what we've presented to you today, hop on over to Apple Podcasts. Give a five-star rating or review. Leave your favorite Lonely Island song. Live it up. Always wonderful. Always love to see it. You can also subscribe on Spotify or Spotify Spotify, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or follow on Facebook or Twitter at Parks Wrecked Pod. We will see you there. We will say hello. Happy January, because next time it'll be February. <laughs> next episode, <laughs> so we're, we're saying goodbye to January. <laughs> Sean's least favorite month. It really is. Oh. It really, I, yeah. You don't want this rant right now. We're at the end of the episode. Coldest month of the year, most allergy month of the year. Can you give us a rant in fifteen seconds, Sean, of why January is the worst month? No. Hold on, though. Oh. Okay. It's too in depth. I think I covered it just now. Say it. Say it again. Oh, I right. just said coldest month of the year, allergy month of the year. Also, like weird expectations. I have a fever seconds. blister growing on my lip because it's the fucking month of January. I'm always sick. I hate this month so much. Parks and Racked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.